Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Mom Loves. I'm Kate Wynn. I am a mom, teacher, blogger, freelance writer, TV guest, and podcaster, and you are listening to episode 46 of the show. Today in My Favorite Things, I'm going to be sharing a great new book. It is actually the March pick for the This Mom Loves Virtual Book Club. In the lifestyle segment, I will be sharing a trick to help you revitalize your wardrobe, save some money, and help the environment. And my special guest this week is Raquel Paulo from Hidden Gems by Raquel. She is a mom with a day job who also runs a very successful side hustle, small business, and she's going to share a lot of her tips and tricks for for getting that done. And if you recognize her business name, you may already know that I'm actually working with her on my first product collaboration. We have a very small collection of bracelets, the This Mom Loves by Hidden Gems by Raquel collection coming out on March 1st. So we're really excited about that. So we'll get to that way later in the show after she shares all of her business advice with you. So please stick around for that. Starting out with favorite things. So the book is called Followers, a Novel by Megan Angelo, obviously fiction. And I picked this one for the This Mom Loves Virtual Book Club. And if you want to join us, come over and find us on Facebook. Just look for This Mom Loves Virtual Book Club. Click to join and I will absolutely let you join us. We're 60-some members strong at this point. It's a really, really amazing bunch of, of women, I believe all women, who, um, who we've had so much fun reading the books. We started in January, so reading the books, discussing them. And uh, for February, we even have the author of the book joining us for a Facebook Live. So it's really great. So the book for March, Followers, a novel by Megan Angelo. And here is the publisher's description because then I'll make sure I'm not spoiling anything, giving anything away. I don't think I could describe it any better than they do. Orla Cadden is a budding novelist stuck in a dead-end job, writing clickbait about movie star hookups and influencer yoga moves. Then Orla meets Floss, a striving wannabe A-lister, who comes up with a plan for launching them both into the high-profile lives they dream about. So what if Orla and Floss's methods are a little shady, and sometimes people get hurt? Their legions of followers can't be wrong. Thirty-five years later, in a closed California village where government-appointed celebrities live every moment of the day on camera, a woman named Marlowe discovers a shattering secret about her past. Despite her massive popularity, 12 million loyal followers, Marlowe dreams of fleeing the corporate sponsors who would do anything to keep her on screen. When she learns that her whole family history is based on a lie, Marlowe finally summons the courage to run in search of the truth, no matter the risks. Followers traces the paths of Orla, Floss, and Marlowe as they wind through time toward each other and toward a cataclysmic event that sends America into lasting upheaval. At turns wry and tender, bleak and hopeful, this darkly funny story reminds us that even if we obsess over famous people we'll never meet, what we really crave is genuine human connection. So I picked this book for a few reasons. One, because the book club seems to be, you know, more fiction leaning, and this was a really great piece of fiction. And I just loved the the themes running through it. I mean, the whole idea of the internet and the social media and the followers and the, you know, trying to become celebrity, all of that kind of thing. Normally, I would run from any book with a futuristic element because it's just totally not my style. I'm very, very realistic fiction about my fiction, historical okay and better than the futuristic stuff. Um, but you know what? I still enjoyed it. The future piece starts in 2051. 
so obviously definitely ahead of where we are now. And yes, there are some bots involved, but it wasn't too painful to read kind of how this, this author is envisioning things then. Um, so it goes back in time with the two perspectives. But sitting down to come up with the March discussion questions for the book club, because every few days I post and, and people who feel like it share their thoughts, it was just really, really fun and interesting and and so many things to unpack and, and talk about when it comes to this book. So I'm really excited for, for people to read it and to talk about it. So it's Followers, a novel by Megan Angelo. If you are looking for me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at This Mom Loves, and I am on Instagram at Kate This Mom Loves. My website is thismomloves.ca. There's a blog, there are links to published articles, TV appearances, podcast episodes, everything you need, you can find there. Next up in the lifestyle segment, I just want to talk about an item that I bought, which has... Uh, beneficial in so many ways and it is a fabric shaver. I've never had one before so I bought one for just under $20 from Amazon. I'm not sure how much a brand name matters. This one is called Butural, I think, kind of a combo of beauty and natural but works great. I've used it on a lot of sweaters. I've used it on a nice blazer that I have, things that were getting really pilly and you know when you just pull it out of your closet and you think, oh, I don't want to wear this, it looks worn out or whatever. Um, you can use the fabric shaver and honestly, it makes it good as new. It literally shaves all those little pills off the sweaters, um, totally refreshing your wardrobe. So obviously saving money by not having to go out and buy new things, being kinder to the environment. I had several items I really was going to throw out because I don't even want to donate something that nobody would want to wear because it's all worn. And you know what? I used it as well on the ottoman that sits in our, our kitchen area because people have been putting their feet up and that's what you're supposed to do when you have an ottoman, but it was starting to get a little bit worn. So I used it there as well, totally freshened that up. So you can absolutely use it on furniture too. So invest in a fabric shaver, so many benefits. I'm very excited to welcome my special guest this week, Raquel Paulo. She is a busy mom with a day job who also has an awesome side hustle, a small business called Hidden Gems by Raquel. And she's here to share all of her tips and tricks with us. Welcome, Raquel. Well, thank you so much for having me. And regular uh, followers, listeners may recognize the name Hidden Gems by Raquel. Of course, we are working together on uh, a jewelry collaboration right now, and we will get to that later on. But first, we want to find out more, um, as I said, tips about running a small business. So can you just start off, tell us a bit about you and your family? Yeah, for sure. So um, I am a mom. Um, I have two small children, um, as it seems like they're flying by in terms of their ages. Um, they are eight and five. Um, I'm a wife, been married for just over 10 years. Um, also, um, we have a dog. His name is Tyson, um, crazy boxer of ours. Um, you know, really just love being creative. I'm a coffee lover for those uh, who, who see my posts on Instagram. <laughs> um, not as active, but when I do, I really enjoy some yoga. So that's a little bit about me. So Hidden Gems by Raquel is, as I mentioned, your side hustle. What do you do for your day job? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am actually a recruiter. I've been in sort of the HR talent acquisition world for about 15 years. Um, the last sort of half of my career 
has been focused mainly on campus recruitment. So um, co-op, new graduate recruitment, building programs and um, going out on campus and, and meeting you know, students um, and, and uh, hiring them for opportunities that work for a utility company. So obviously something very different from jewelry making. So how did the idea for Hidden Gems by Raquel come about? Yeah, so it was funny. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I have been making jewelry for about 11 years now. It started out um, with a co-worker of mine about about 11 years or so ago. Um, she introduced me to jewelry making. Um, I just, I've always been really creative, love sort of arts and crafts and, you know, doing those sorts of things with my kids. Um, and she introduced me to, um, to making jewelry and it really just started out as a hobby. Um, at that time I was going through that phase of all of my friends getting married and, you know, we were, uh, engaged to be married and a friend of mine actually had uh, some jewelry made as bridesmaid gifts for us. And so that just really uh, piqued my interest. I started uh, doing some of that and created the jewelry for my own bridesmaids as well, for my wedding as well as my, as my own wedding jewelry. And it kind of kickstarted that way. The, um, uh, the wedding planner that we used for our wedding actually started to introduce me to other brides who were really interested in doing the same thing. It was kind of the theme as the gift for your bridesmaids was jewelry. Um, and so it started that way. I started making bridal jewelry, um, as well as jewelry for our mother of the brides and all the bridesmaids. Um, and so that's sort of how it started. I did take a break for a little while. Um, I was very pregnant with my first, uh, the last time that I did a large, um, wedding and it just became too much for me. So I did take a break. Um, and when my son was a bit older, my second, um, really wanted to get back into it because I really enjoy that creative aspect of it. Um, so yeah, that's how it started. And, and it's been about, I think three years now since I started back. And what was the hardest part about starting? I would say, um, the hardest part about starting was in the beginning, the confidence, I guess. Um, and you know, there's a huge learning curve in terms of how do you price these items? Um, what suppliers do you use? Where do you get these pieces, you know, the, um, the beads and the findings and the clasps and just sort of learning all about the technical aspect of it, if you will, um, was the hardest part at the beginning. And then once the kids, um, came into the picture, I think the biggest, um, the hardest thing was balance um, and getting back into it. And again, having that confidence, putting myself out there. Um, I'm not a salesy person by, by nature. It's just not in my nature to be that way. And so I think that's the other piece is putting myself out there, selling my product uh, without being too salesy is also um, the one thing that uh, I find to be a bit hard. Well, that kind of leads into the next question I have. So I've seen a popular social media post about how friends and family are always really supportive when someone announces, oh, I got a new job for a company or whatever, but they can either be negative or just kind of go silent and disappear when someone announces that they've started their own business, especially when there's some sort of aspect mm -hmm. of sales to it. Did you experience this at all? Or do you make a, a special effort to make sure people don't feel like you're trying to sell to them? Yeah, so I have to say the one thing with my family and friends, they've been really super supportive. 
um, you know, whether it's purchasing items or attending events that I've hosted or participated in, um, you know, giving me some ideas on different items that they think would really work in, in uh, the shop, um, sharing my posts, thinking, you know, things like that. I definitely, as I mentioned, I'm not just a salesy person by any means. And so I do try to keep my business posts separate from my personal posts. So I do have, you know, different social media accounts for my my personal um, life and then, you know, my business. And I do try to keep it separate so that I don't come across as that salesy person. Um, because yeah, that's one thing that I just, I don't, I don't like <laughs> personally mm. um, is sold to if I haven't talked to somebody in a long time. Um, so I, I'm definitely really conscious of that. Um, but, you know, it's definitely been a great opportunity to make new connections through social media, um, you know, other mompreneurs such as yourself, things like that. I really um, enjoyed my time. Well, I have to just tell a little story about something that happened to me yesterday. So someone friended me on Facebook. I don't know this person mm -hmm. at all. Like I think she's a complete stranger, but we had a lot of friends in common. She's local. So I thought, yeah, sure. You know, expand my horizon of friendships. That's cool. But yeah. almost no sooner had I clicked to accept the friend request, she sent me a direct message trying to sell me something. Right. And I just thought, no, that, and I mean, I doubt she's listening right now, but even if she is, I feel like I kind of don't mind somebody hearing that that's kind of not cool. Like I don't mind, you know, if people friend you and then they're friends for a while and you kind of warm up and you're, you know, liking each other's stuff and whatever, exactly. and then to maybe broach into, do you, are you interested in this thing that I do? But it just seems so super fast before I even got to know anything about her. It's like, whoa, you just totally friended me so that you could sell me. <laughs> it just didn't feel Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, it drives me crazy. And there's a really fine balance of, you know, as you mentioned, friending somebody, liking their comments, engaging with them, um, and sort of um, approaching somebody about your product or your service. But yeah, to, to full out, just invite somebody to be a friend and start to sell to them. That's just not my nature. So as we've said, you have a day job, you have young children. When do you make the time to actually work on your business? I get this question a lot, actually. Um, you know, I, I work around the schedule. So in the evenings is um, when I do most of um, the creation, you know, making pieces, uh, posting, things like that, um, as well as on the weekends, um, whether it be after the kids are in bed or, um, you know, first thing in the morning on the weekends, or sometimes they like to help me. And so we sit down together. We were just doing that last weekend. My daughter asked me to make some jewelry. So we sat down at the kitchen table for a couple of hours, her and I making some pieces. So um, that's sort of how I work around it um, and utilizing different uh, tools and resources. You know, for example, with um, social media posts, I schedule my posts that I'm not, I'm not always, um, you know, last minute trying to scramble to post something. I mean, we do get there sometimes, but um, yeah, it's evenings and weekends. And I'm sure people just picture, you know, sitting there putting beads on a bracelet, but obviously <laughs> the actual making of the jewelry is only one piece of, of the business. Piece, so what are yeah. some of the other tasks that go along with running a business that people might not automatically think about? Yeah. So I, as you mentioned, I, I make all of my pieces, um, all of the bracelets, but what goes into it, once you make the bracelet, you have to sell it. So um, social media mm -hmm. aspect, of creating content, taking the pictures, um, editing the pictures, you know, posting, 
coming up with content um, for those posts, um, you know, looking at inventory management, um, finding different suppliers that have good quality product, because that's one thing that's really important to me is not only trying to keep it local and purchasing items within Canada, I also want to make sure that the quality is there. So ordering um, small quantities to see what the quality looks like to make sure that it sort of um, hits the standards. Um, I built my website and managed the website and inventory on there as well. Um, looking at different sort of trends or new stones, new designs, things that are coming up to sort of refresh and bring new products to individuals. And sometimes the ideas that I have go really, really well, and sometimes they don't go as well as I'd hoped. Um, and so tweaking some of that as well. Um, customer service is a big piece as well, you know, responding to customers. Um, I do get a lot of requests for, um, <clears throat> I do get a lot of requests for custom pieces. So doing the research um, for those individuals and working with them. Um, you know, other marketing, whether it be email marketing or, you know, posting items to um, local groups, things like that, um, and networking with other individuals to really get some feedback on what other business practices and best practices I can be utilizing. Um, and, you know, the other thing too to mention is I I make and I do all of this stuff and I'm by myself. So it's hard to, I don't have anybody else to bounce ideas off of. Um, so I, I bug a lot of my friends and family to ask questions. What do you think about this? And do you think this would work and, and things like that? So um, I would say those are some of the things I'm sure I'm missing a few, but. And so you mentioned, of course, the whole sales aspect of things. So I know yeah. I love supporting small businesses, but sometimes it's like, well, you have to come to my house and pick it up. And that's kind of the only way to get the product. So it's great that you actually do, you know, have a system for the sales and you also do have shipping. So I know I'm really glad with our collaboration, it'll ship to Canada or the U.S. People can pick their shipping options, which is amazing. Yeah. So I believe you use Shopify. Is there a particular reason you yes. chose that? I know a lot of people use Etsy or maybe some other other things, but how come you picked Shopify? Yeah, so I actually started out um, with Etsy, and it was it was easy to use um, and a great platform because it's well known as the place to go for things handmade. Um, the one thing that I would say didn't necessarily work out for me when it came to Etsy is Etsy is has become so large. And so it was very difficult to, uh, it wasn't as flexible and it was very difficult to, to get new customers, if you will. Um, and so I was spending a lot of time trying to figure that out, but it just, it didn't work for me. So um, I stopped using Etsy. I found that Facebook and Instagram were sort of the two ways that I was attracting individuals and people were finding out more about my product. Um, and so the one beautiful thing about, um, Shopify is you can integrate your um, product into, you know, Facebook and Instagram. So it makes people, it makes it easier for people who find you on Instagram to click on your post and, you know, you can tag your particular product that's in that particular picture. They can click on it and it takes you, uh, takes them to your website. So I found that Shopify that way was very easy to use. I was able to, um, 
you know, allow individuals to pay whichever way made sense for them. So it wasn't necessarily having to be cash um, purchase. It could be, you know, via credit card or debit or because I also, um, it's tied with um, PayPal as well. And so they can kind of pay whichever way makes sense for them, which was very challenging in the beginning uh, as well when I wasn't able to, when I was just um, selling on Facebook and Instagram because it had to be either EMT or cash. I, I didn't have any other way to, to allow them to pay. So it's just, everything's integrated. Shipping is an option. So people can, you know, um, once they're checking out, they can either utilize the free local pickup option or they can choose to have it shipped and it's all right there. The quote um, is easily done through Shopify. So that's the reason why I decided to go with them. And it was very, very easy to actually build the website. Very user-friendly. So far, what would you say have been the highs and lows about running Hidden Gems by Raquel? Does anything kind of stand out in your mind? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just love the idea of, it just makes me feel really good that people are wearing my jewelry, that people enjoy the pieces that I'm making. As I mentioned earlier, I just love to be creative and um, it really makes me sort of feel warm inside um, (laughs) to see people wearing the pieces that I've made. It just really feels good. Um, I would say also getting to see, you know, my daughter and my, and my son every once in a while will come with me when I go and um, stock up at some of the uh, local um, places that I stock my product and getting to see her reaction to either people buying while we're there or just seeing the pieces in the store. She, you know, looks really proud and gets really excited. Oh, mommy, look, they're buying your bracelet. So she gets really excited and that makes me feel really good as well. Um, and just hearing customers feedback, you know, seeing repeat customers coming back, hearing that they're either purchasing this for themselves or for their family and, you know, they really love it and they really enjoy pieces. That makes me feel really good. I would say the lows, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes products just don't work out as well as I'd hoped. Um, and so the product flops definitely are, are the lows, um, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll participate in different events that you thought would go really, really well. And when they don't go so well, that's obviously disappointing as well. Um, so I'd say the lows are probably, um, yeah, the product flops, these events that you go to that just aren't that successful. Um, and certain situations where particular, um, you know, a stone, um, broke or something and, and a customer, it turns out to be unhappy, obviously turning that around and making sure that they end up happy at the end of the day. But to me, that's really disappointing and I don't want my customers to be unhappy. So I would say those are some of the lows. Any regrets or anything that you wish you'd done differently so far with the business? Um, I, I could, I can't think of any, to be honest with you, I would say, um, the only thing that perhaps is um, there may be some regrets in some of those events that I decided to participate in that didn't go so well. Um, but, you know, hindsight 2020, you can't really um, identify that that will happen. So I would say those are really the only things that, that I can think of. There really isn't anything that I was like, oh, I wish I'd done that. Um, just try your best and, and hope for the best. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about our collection. So the This Mom Loves by Hidden Gems by Raquel collection. So I'll start out and you might not even know all of this information if I haven't shared it with you yet, but I was looking over the Christmas holidays kind of at my business. So of course I'm a teacher by day, but I do a lot of media stuff on the side with blogging and podcasting and TV appearances and that kind of stuff. And I, I kind of like to follow the advice of when people say, you know, if you're jealous of someone, look and see what is it you're jealous of so that that can maybe motivate you or inspire you, right? Kind of turn it into something healthy. So I was looking at different people in media and thinking, okay, what is it that I'd like to do? And I saw people doing product collaborations. And I am very much like in the home, I'm a neat freak and, and a bit of a minimalist. And I also don't like, you know, extra stuff, don't like waste, all of that. So I didn't want any product for the sake of a product. I wanted something that was going to be, you know, meaningful and, you know, not something big and clunky that was going to junk up people's homes or anything like that. And, and I do love to accessorize. So it kind of led me to jewelry. And I thought, okay, like I'd love to work with, you know, a Canadian. I thought I'd be biased in favor of a mom and, you know, work with somebody to come up with something. And so I kind of put it out there on social media, as you may remember, like, oh, do I know anybody out there, anybody I'm kind of connected to who makes jewelry? And some people did reach out, either they did or, you know, a friend did or somebody they knew, but I kind of had bracelets in mind. So, you know, lovely people told me about the rings that they make or different things that they do. And, and that wasn't quite the fit I was looking for. And then you and I already did follow each other and you happened to mention, well, yeah, I do have this business. And so then I I got looking into your stuff and got back to you to kind of propose a collaboration. So that is a bit of the uh, a background. But what did you think when I first shared the idea for the collection with you? Yeah, I was really excited, as, as you mentioned, um, when you put that post up, I was like, all right, I'm putting myself out there. The one goal for me has been to do a bit more of this as well, collaborations. And so I put myself out there, I posted on your, I commented on your post, um, and I was really excited um, when you reached out and proposed this idea, really looking forward to it. Um, it's been, it's been fantastic working with you so far. And I mean, just for people who are listening, it was kind of interesting at my end because it's not like I'm going to do like a background search or, you know what I mean? You don't want to get into business with somebody, but obviously this isn't like a huge high stakes, you know, whatever. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a bit for fun and a bit for profit. But, um, but I did, what I did was I kind of looked through your website, looking to see if things were professional and legit and making sure I actually liked the look of your products, which were beautiful. And I saw uh -huh. somewhere I thought, okay, I'm just going to get her to tweak that and tweak that because um, uh -huh. cause you already made such nice stuff. So, I mean, I kind of did any background research I could, but a lot of it too, was just kind of gut instinct. Like I wanted somebody who I knew was going to be able to message me back fairly quickly. And it's funny how we've kind of gotten into our rhythm. Like I'll do a lot first thing in the morning and you'll do a lot late at night. And so then we just kind of catch up when we get <laughs> each other's messages and, and maybe a little bit of lunch hour, uh, texting too. But so that's all, that's all good. But I kind of needed to make sure somebody was sort of going to work within my, I didn't want somebody who would disappear for a week and not get back to me because that just would make me nervous. And so you were just really great yeah. and professional the way you communicated. And it seemed like we were on the same wavelength. So how have you been enjoying the process so far? Yeah, I have to say it's definitely been seamless. As you mentioned, I think there's this really good groove. It's like we've known each other for a while and, mm. and we've never personally met, which is fantastic. I think, you know, you're so well organized and um, have been fantastic when it comes to communicating. As you mentioned, you know, you do more first thing in the morning and I'm not as much of a morning person. I prefer to do things at night, um, but it's just really worked out very well. And the pieces themselves, I'm really excited about. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to 
hopefully people will enjoy them as much as I think they will. Um, but yeah, I think so far has been pretty seamless and I'm looking forward to continuing with it. Well, I figured if I'm going to be part of a collaboration, we're just going to name the pieces after me and my daughters. <laughs> So we have the Kate, and then for my daughters, we have the Olivia and the Eva. So let's talk a little bit about the Kate. So I know I saw, just looking back through all of your other products, a bangle bracelet that you were using. And I thought, oh, you know what I think might be kind of cool is um, doing the heart and the birthstones. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, the Kate is the stainless steel bangle, which is size adjustable basically anyone is one size fits all. Um, it is, it also comes with the stainless steel heart charm. And I kind of love the fact that the heart charm is sort of off to the side, if you will, it's not fully centered, the actual heart itself. Um, and it comes with, it sort of allows that beautiful sparkle with the crystal birthstones, which I also think um, is really nice because it gives it sort of that pop of color. Um, it has some really beautiful meaning behind it. Um, and in my opinion, it's a, a great conversation piece for individuals who end up wearing it uh, to be able to talk a little bit more about their kids or their grandkids or their nieces or whomever they decide to use the birthstones for. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about that one. I had a friend who was checking out my bracelet and she um, didn't read, obviously, the full description online because she thought that everybody <laughs> was just getting my daughter's birthstones. But no, no, no. You can pick whatever birthstones you want. And we're including up to five in the price and then a little extra cost if if you need more. But you can absolutely personalize it with the birthstones you want. And then next up is the Olivia. And again, I'm not claiming to be any uh, any big jewelry designer. It's kind of one of those things, you know, I, I don't know, but I know what I like. So I know that I liked uh -huh. um, a similar bracelet that you already had in your repertoire, but of course, keeping a bit of the heart theme going for this mom love. So uh -huh. can you please talk a bit about the materials for the Olivia? Yes, absolutely. So the Olivia is um, made with the howlite stone. So it's sort of a white marble stone and it's definitely one of the most popular um stones that we have that on my line if you will and it's actually one of my favorites as well um it's really beautiful in terms of neutral colors um and i just love the look of it it also has um if, i'm not sure if you're familiar um but these natural stones also have sort of healing properties and meanings to them and the Howellite stone is known to be a very calming stone. Uh, it's also known to be sort of great for strength and memory and stimulation and the desire for knowledge, which actually ties in really nicely to the fact that you being a teacher. <laughs> I'm not sure if you knew that. Um, and uh, it comes with the hematite stone as well, which is also a great stone. Um, it's uh, electroplated hematite stone. It's a natural stone. It's a silver stone. Um, looks very similar to a stainless steel, but it is a natural stone, so it, it won't tarnish, um, which is beautiful and is also really great when it comes to um, individuals who may suffer from anxiety or sort of nervous feelings. It's actually a, a great calming stone as well. And then it comes with a double heart, um, silver plated double heart charm, um, which I think is really cute, especially because we do have the, the mommy and mini um, option as well. So if you want to sort of twin with your child. Um, but yeah, I, I really love this piece as well. Again, it's very neutral, very um, fresh. And uh, yeah. 
And then the Eva as well, of course, is going to have the mummy and the option, which I think is, is really fun. And can you talk about the materials that they use for the Eva? Yeah, absolutely. So the Eva um, is made with a pink opal, a pink opal stone, white lava stones, and the rose gold hematite stones. So the pink opal stones are a really beautiful, soft pink. Um, and pink opal, the healing properties or the meaning behind the pink opal stones is it encourages the release of fear, worry, or anxiety. So again, going back to that sort of calming material, um, as well as the hematite stone, um, it dissolves that negative energy. And as I mentioned, it sort of eases the symptoms of stress and anxiety. And then the lava stone is actually um, a great option for individuals who really also enjoy using essential oils. Um, because it is a porous stone, it actually will hold the scent of an essential oil for a couple of days. Um, it's the strongest for the first couple of hours, but really for those who enjoy it, it kind of have a diffuser on your wrist, if you will. Um, and the lava stone has its own healing properties as well. It's known for strength, courage, and acts as a diffuser, as I mentioned. Um, so you can sort of enjoy that scent of whatever you prefer. I love peppermint, personally. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, and it has that really soft, pink, um, gold-plated heart charm in the center as well. Well, and it's kind of neat because I didn't know any of those, you know, believed properties about any of those stones. Because when I first got into this, I was kind of looking just at the aesthetics, right? The way things look. But yeah. there are a lot of people who certainly, you know, believe very strongly and have had great experiences with, you know, healing properties of of these stones. And of course, we're not talking about just plastic beads or anything. We're natural stones and and yeah. uh, really great quality. I mean, I've got uh, I've got my whole set and I've been wearing them for a few weeks now and uh, and really happy with them. So the collection goes on sale when? Let's remind everybody. On March 1st. March 1st. So, I mean, we're thinking birthdays, anniversaries. It could be just for any, no reason. Maybe you just want to support a couple of moms with a small business and you want to get your order in. Um, and then, of course, for Mother's Day, we will be announcing at some point when we'll have to cut off the orders because, of course, you are hand-making these items and then and then shipping yeah. them out. We don't want anybody to be disappointed. So, if you want to order for any special spring occasions, I would, would get on it just in case quantities or time run out but i'm just so excited for uh, for this to happen so where can people find the collection or find you online yeah so um we will be posting the collection on my website so hg by raquel r-a-q-u-e-l.com um that's the website um where it'll all be available to be purchased and um, we're also going to be posting um on facebook so hidden gems by raquel on facebook and then on Instagram as well at hidden underscore gems underscore by underscore Raquel. Sorry for all the underscores. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we'll be posted there as well. And again, the link um, will be attached to the Instagram posts for ease of use and being able to click um, onto that particular product and take you back to um, the website. This is so exciting. Okay, so the last question I always ask my guests, do you have a This Mom Love, some sort of favorite thing to share or recommend to listeners? Anything you want? Yeah, so the one thing that I think I've been a bit obsessed with personally lately has been my happy planner. Um, it's very strange because in this day of technology, you know, most people use their, their phones for calendars and things like that, but I've actually to keep myself really organized, have been using um, the Happy Planner calendar. Um, 
where I put all of my appointments, all of the, um, you know, deadlines and things for my kids, um, library day and all that fun stuff. And they've also got some really fun stickers that you can purchase um, in addition. And I kind of went a little crazy and I bought three packages um, to, to kind of just, you know, fancy it up and, and put some stickers and, and things like that. So that's the one thing that I've been uh, really enjoying and obsessed with lately to keep myself organized. And um, yes, yeah, the happy planner. Raquel Paulo from Hidden Gems by Raquel. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. That brings us to the end of this episode of This Mom Loves. As always, I would like to thank my fantastic podcast editor, Lucas Wojcicki, and thank all of you for being here. If you want any information from today's show, the book I recommended, the fabric shaver that I bought, um, or links to, of course, Raquel, her Hidden Gems by Raquel, line or our new collection, you can go to the show notes for this episode at thismumloves.ca slash podcasts and just click on episode 46. Till next time.